Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our Radio Bombdot listeners. I'm sitting here, actually really sitting here with Dr. <laughs> Daniel Rockers and my friend Dr. Alex Andrade. Here we um, are. Yes, we are sitting, sitting together and we are celebrating two, three things. First, the third year of Tavana establishment and the second is uh, the year with Radio Bombdot. And the third is having our first meeting actually together in Dr. Daniel Rocker's office with all the equipment ready to go. So our very first show with um, this equipment all together. And um, I want to say hello to my colleagues and friends, Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alex Andrade, and welcome them um, again after 92 of our shows back um, to Radio Bombdot for the 92nd show, actually. This is 92. So welcome, colleagues. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm just in awe. I'm just soaking up this moment. This is awesome. Here we are after one year. <laughs> I don't think I ever thought when we started this that I didn't even think that far ahead. Right? <laughs> I didn't even think a, a year ahead uh, how we would be doing 100 episodes, which right. we're almost at 100 yeah. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And also, uh, the great celebration is that we always hear very good feedback from Radio Bombdot listeners. And uh, the director of Radio Bombdot a um, couple of times have told me that uh, many of our shows are downloaded and um, we have a very good rapport with our listeners. So this is also another reason for celebration. So what- yeah, and I was to say, which is great too, to to get that feedback in that way. I feel like a lot of times, as we've been recording, we've been kind of disconnected in that way because we've one physically haven't been together, but to also get that feedback, I, I feel like I don't know, Dan, for you, what would it have been like? I know when you've told us that day, like, oh, this is what they're saying about it. It's like, oh, people are listening, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people hear us. I feel like a lot of times it's just us sitting down talking to each other. So it's nice to know that people are listening and uh, yeah, people are interested. Well, actually, it was I think a couple of months ago, uh, right at the middle of our show, that the director of Radio Bomb Dot actually told me that um, our show at that time, of course, was the most downloaded, which was oh, really wow. a great um, yeah feedback. Then later on, I'm not sure if that continued or not, but um, we always heard uh, good feedback. I feel both good and bad about that part. That there is fe- not that there's feedback, but <laughs> that people are listening to the show. I thought, if people are not listening to the show, then I can say whatever I want to say. Yeah. Oh gosh! <laughs> like now we have an audience. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. I've got to be really careful about what I'm saying. Be thoughtful in that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing is, I was listening to one of our very first shows, and mm. of course, you guys have always been great um, in regard to the way you spoke. But I had a lot of pauses and. Uh, many times I had, uh, you know, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, we have come a long way. Although I, I'm sure I still do a lot of pauses and make some mistakes, <laughs> um, but uh, we have grown into this. I never thought that our show is going to continue this way and we become more and more comfortable working together. 
Yeah, I think it's been amazing as far as how we find our voice in this experience, in this process. And maybe that's something we could even talk about uh, in regards to, in addition to our, our anniversary show and our anniversary experience. Um, you know, how do you how do you bring yourself? I think uh, along the same line, Side A, when I listen to myself, I, you know, I, I, I think you hear yourself in a weird way. Like, yeah, I think you always sound funny. I think everybody thinks they sound funny. But then also, too, when we were first recording, I remember just being so self-conscious even right now i'm a little nervous i'll admit because it's like normally we're like yeah. in our own element we're kind of just you know we, we've gotten to that little groove so this is different in a way but it's it's exciting and so yeah it's really nice well it's that when it's that that you ordinarily when we speak we don't hear ourselves the same way as we as what it sounds like when we're recorded mm-hmm. there's something about the vibration through the jawbone and through the cranium that gives us a little different things so we think we know how we sound but then when we get recorded we realize oh i don't sound yeah. like i thought i sounded yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's oh. a very interesting thing i have to tell you there's a therapist that also works as part of the psychology group with uh, radio bomb that which i love her voice every time she speaks i really listen to and i feel her voice is coming there was a celebration for radio bomb that annual uh, establishment at the Radio Bomb.Dot event and I saw her and I complimented her for her voice and she goes it is so interesting because whenever I listen to you I feel I'm hearing myself your voice is just like mine I said mm-hmm. this is a great compliment because I love your voice mm-hmm. so it's interesting I never thought she listens to me as sounding like her voice you know that was very interesting um, so yeah, it's it's interesting how we sound to ourselves, how we sound to other people. Yeah, yeah. But you feel like you've changed since starting a year ago. Is that what you were going to say? Exactly as Alex said. Right now, I'm as nervous as the first time. <laughs> <laughs> my heart is beating. It's not just me. Right? I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel like oh my gosh. Uh, you know, we are listening to ourselves differently. We're sitting in front of each other yeah. talking. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a whole different setup yeah, here. But with- yeah, I feel, I feel, I felt very confident. First of all, we really need to give ourselves a big plus because we actually always started to speak about different topics of psychology on the spot mm. without any preparation. <clears throat> and we could really handle uh, two hours of show weekly, which was really... Uh, important to know that we can carry a psychological conversation really well for two hours. So that's another celebration. Not to um, miss the celebration we had uh, with the pastry and coffee this morning. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> delicious. Thank you again, today. That was yeah, yeah appreciate that. Right, no, I didn't us say off. that to receive the thank you. I just wanted to say. You know, so oh, I thought we you were did fishing. celebrate. No, no, I, I legitimately wanted to thank you. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, but thank you. Know. you. Yeah, I kind of thought you were fishing, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. still thank you for it. It was good, and it's it's nice too. Yeah, just have that. I, I'm a big fan of like ceremony and ritual, and and like even this feels like oh, we had coffee, like, let's, you know, mm. let's start this off the right way. And so sure. a, a couple of little snags, you know, technical issues that we were able to resolve, but a little quick driving around to get things situated. And so things, again, it's new in that way. I, I wasn't feeling stressed about that either, though. I feel yeah. like it's just part of something new. And I think that's like any new thing. It's like, 
there's going to be a bump or, you know, some kind of challenge sure. in that way. So this is just but part of it. The good thing is now it's working and we're sitting together. Yeah. Everything is working. This is a celebration. It, it is. It's mm-hmm. a great celebration yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So it's the two things, right? It's the um, Radio Bomdad mm-hmm. and also the Tavanaugh celebration. Sure. Yes. So we've been in Tavanaugh for three years now. Yeah. And... Yeah, Radio Bomb Dad for one year. Yeah, and Alex joined us last year. So, uh, actually, a year and a half Yeah, we now. were talking about we were a, talking a time. About time. Yeah, yeah, a time. I'm horrible with time as far as, like, how long have I even been in California again, let alone how long have we been doing this? And so, I said I was mentioning in 2018 is when Tavanaugh started. Yeah, June 5, uh, 2018. We were uh, registered yeah. as uh, our organization, nonprofit psychology organization. Right, and before that, so probably what five or six months of preparation that sure. we had, yeah, getting to that point. It all started with a breakfast in our house, and we talked about this. And then the next thing to know, um, as Dan is always a doer, mm-hmm. he introduced me to a wonderful uh, nonprofit lawyer. Mm-hmm. We met, and then from there, we everything the process began and. On June fifth, we were registered, and we started our organization. Yeah, I remember you. I remember that breakfast, and I remember you talking about this is something I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, well, here's here's where you get started. I here's always appreciated that you said I'm in, and mm-hmm. I thought this is great because it was always in my heart that I want to do this. But then having you with your network, with your experience, with everything you were doing at the time specifically. Being the president of the SPPA, being the president, then later of CPA, and then knowing all these people, psychologists, and just being in Sacramento area, knowing so many um, people that they could help us. So it was just such a blessing that day when you said, I'm in, and we started there. So now it's a real celebration to f- just talk about three years of our work. And then a part of the history, too, you guys mentioned Amir Ramazani, psychologist and colleague and friend to all of us, was a part of uh, Tavanaugh mm-hmm. at one point. And so uh, shout out to Amir, of course. Uh, and then, yeah. Doctor. Doctor Amir. Excuse Amir. me. Yes, Doctor Amir. Yes. He'll, he'll point that out when I see him. Yeah. He'll be like, uh, yeah, you forgot uh, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I remember when you guys approached me. I think that the thing that stands out in my mind, too, is when you guys were like, oh, let's go to the school and talk to these kids. And I remember asking you guys, oh, like, this is like, you guys have done this a couple of times. No, this is our first event. Like, this is, <laughs> you're launching the first event. Uh, here you go. And threw me to a pile of, uh, uh, you know, adolescent kids, which was, it's like, if you ever want to see Alex flounder, that's the best way to do that. Yeah. So. Alex, I have to say a couple of things. One is, I really felt for you in that situation. I thought, oh my God, I'm so glad it's him and not me. No, and the worst thing is Dan and I are sitting and watching you. I mean, this can be the worst thing because as a background, being a teacher, the worst thing is to know two of your peers or two people are sitting yeah. there watching you observing, to observing. You guys, I mean you guys are like my colleagues but also like I look up to both of you and so it's one of those things where it's like you guys are all watching me yeah. you know in that way but I, I think you know it's 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 learning by fire one of those things I always yeah. tell people I'm not great with kids but you know I do like to do that work and so it was a great opportunity that's why I did it and it was uh, speaking at a summer camp uh, to a group yeah. of probably what 12 15 uh, yeah. uh, adolescent kids and 
It, it wasn't it was, easy at all. Yeah, and it was no. right. The, the thing yeah. I loved about it too is right down the street from where I went to school um, here in yeah. Sacramento. So it was nice to be able to do that. So I was I was glad for the opportunity, but. Oh man! Afterwards, I was like, "Okay, if I'm not part of this thing Thank after God that, <laughs> yeah." Well, that's it's actually kind of follows in the theme for today, which mm. is finding your voice, mm. oh, right? Yeah. Because you were finding your voice in terms of being up in front of a group of adolescents, and you hadn't really yeah. done that before. Yeah, yeah. And this was not an easy group. No, this no. was a very challenging group. Mm. I remember seeing all of the different crazy things going on. Yeah, yeah. Like. Think of the worst class mm-hmm. you can think yeah. of, and yeah. then really? being a substitute teacher in that class. Yeah. That's probably what that's it was like. Absolutely. But they were right. kids too at the same time, and I had to keep reminding myself, like this. This is probably what I would be doing, you know, if yeah. I had seen somebody who, you sure. know, but, and two uh, adults are sitting in the back. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that reminded me of my student teaching because I was uh, student teaching at the um, inner city school, and um, the audiences were similar. Mm. And that reminded me of those days that I came home with so much on my shoulder thinking, can I do this? Can Mm -hmm. I continue? And that reminded me of that. But I like to hear what the topic you talked about to the kids. Yeah. And I think it was I was talking about in, in, in finding my voice, going back to that idea, too. It was a lot of preparing and preparation. I wrote a lot of notes, which I did review some of them at the time. But in the moment, I was just trying to figure out I was talking about masculinity including you know how that can be something particularly in the latino culture uh the idea of like machismo which is a lot of times viewed as kind of negative uh it's thinking of things like people being promiscuous or uh you know being like macho where it's like you don't care about your family you don't care uh, you know you'll fight things like that where i think a lot of times the, the the part that's not emphasized in the the machismo is the dedication to family uh, dedication to one's partner uh, so it's one of those things where I think it can get a, a bad rap a lot of times too and I was actually talking to uh, that's a good point yeah and I think in, in this time in our society too and, and we'll maybe save this for another show but the idea that that it, it's kind of being put as a negative as a whole masculinity versus you know looking at the benefits and strengths of masculinity along with femininity I don't think one has to be kind of seen as you know superior or inferior I think it's worth raising and, and supporting both of them in a way so don't let the pendulum swing too far in the other direction it, mm-hmm. yeah exactly so yeah and, and it's actually a topic I was going to bring to you guys at a later point to maybe for a future show but yeah at the time that's what I was talking about and and I did want to mention one other thing and I, I did feel that way uh, as you mentioned after like oh can I do this but during that, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, there were like one or two students who stopped and asked me, you know, what is it like to be a psychologist? How do I do something like that? And that kind of made the difference for me. That made me feel like wow. at least one person heard me. Because I've always said, as, as a, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I never knew a psychologist. Daniel, mm-hmm. you're the first psychologist that I met, you know, on a personal level. And so for kids to be able to ask me questions felt, you know, it, it was an honor in that way. So that was the thing that I took out of it that really resonated with me. And, and I mm-hmm. made me want to be a part of Tavana. And so mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad that I've, I've stuck with it. So, yeah, if it would have went the other way, though, I mean, uh, you know, if no <laughs> kid said anything, I might not be sitting here today. So, yeah, no, but it's been great. Yeah. yeah. Great. OK, we got to our first break. We're going to come back and continue our conversation with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alex Andrade.
Uh, we are back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrodi, two of uh, my colleagues from Tabano Organization, a nonprofit organization supporting um, all individuals uh, in psychology and cultural issues. Because um, Dr. Andrade always reminds us of cultural, um, you know, similarities and also differences and coming together, um, but also reminding us that. It is so important to understand cultures and understand the biases we have. So we always feel that culture is a big part of each individual. So in Tavana, we always consider culture when we work with uh, individuals. So um, today, as we talked, we are celebrating our annual um, work with uh, Radio Bamdad and also our third annual establishment of Tavana organization. And we are celebrating having Dr. Alexandrade with me and Dr. Rockers because we started this organization together as um, initiators. And then now we have um, our Alexandrade with us as well. So um, I just want to hand it to you guys and see what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, was, well, that's cool. Yeah, no, I was thinking about the idea of culture, too, in the sense of I think one of the big things we've talked about during this whole time, too, has been like COVID and the impact that it's had. Uh, on the world, but I think even us, as far as recording the show, we start it remotely. And that's something a lot of people in the world have had to adapt to, being able to be apart from each other and build relationships. Uh, you know, we've built this show, if you will, on, you know, being distant from each other, being remote. And this, again, today being our first time in person. And so even just thinking about some of the nuances and the differences about what that experience has been like. Uh, I know I've, I've worked with individuals, patients, uh, as well as professionally. I've known people who've started jobs remotely and have never been in the office. Uh, you know, people have, you know, it, it's changed, I think, you know, dating. It's changed, you know, how people go to school, how kids learn. Uh, it's, it's, it's changed our culture in that way in regards to, you know, how we connect, how we interact. Uh, and, and even today being such a difference of us being here in person and being able to talk. It, it feels like a return to what would be normal before, mm -hmm. but new at the same time. Do you think we'll, I guess along those lines, do you think we'll do this every now and then? Uh, is the idea that, you know, we'll go back to, you know, meeting more remotely, probably, you know, as our schedules kind of uh, allow for it? I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. I'm just wondering. <laughs> My thought is because Dr. Daniel Rockers, if you guys don't know him, everything is so meticulous. Everything is so <laughs> clean and nice in the office. And I feel like we have to behave really well if he accepts us to come back oh, here. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a power shift, I should say, because usually Sade has the, the, the power and is wrangling me and you. So, yeah. You're on my, you're on my turf. <laughs> I say how Well, take how that goes. as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, there's some, I think, I would think, actually, that we have to listen to this program first yeah. to see how it recorded <laughs> and to see if we want to do this again. But yeah. I would suspect we'd do this at least yeah. semi-periodically. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it has a different flavor than the other shows. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while we can do that. Because I, I think that's how it's going to be in the world. I think people are going to kind of be balancing that sure. back and forth. So. But Alex, you mentioned something that really took me to the time we started our show because... Mm. I remember Mr. Golshani, who is the, who is the director of the Radio Bomb. Dot, uh, 
uh, approached me and asked me um, for a program in English, and I immediately thought of um, Tavana and, and Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade, two of my colleagues, and it worked perfectly because you immediately um, accept it, but also most of our shows during that particular part of the time was about COVID. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was so intense because we each were experiencing it ourselves in our own world. And now that you mentioned about the COVID, I thought this whole show started because of that. Yeah. So we wouldn't have this show perhaps if it wasn't the COVID. So oh. when think about things that happen in life and you take it as opportunity, and we have heard that so many times in the history, in the articles we read, in talking to some people, especially in media, that how people start something. And then it's because of sometimes something that is humongous in negativity at the time, mm. you know. So when you think of COVID at that time, it was huge, not only in our personal life, but in the nation and in the world. But we started this, and Radio Bombdot actually uh, started around that time, or a little um, before our show. And I feel like it brought so many positive things, at least in our world and in our work. Um, plus so many other things, uh, as you mentioned, Alex, the um, working from home or uh, meeting patients in um, online or on the phone or any sort of um, um, health providing with um, media or different ways of uh, online. So I just wanted to mention how we started and what was I, the reason. Yeah, I think your point, I like your point a lot about that we started, it was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think it is so true that a lot of times we don't see things as an opportunity instead we're seeing things like oh it's a lot of problems i can't do this and i can't do that focusing on what one cannot do and this was a thing where if we stayed open or you stayed open you were open to it and you could see that as an opportunity there and we made it work and i really think there's a message here for our listeners Mm -hmm. because even Anything that sounds so negative to us can bring some opportunities as well. So if we look at things and events or things that happen on our way in an opportunity, we always talked about that in different ways, but in specifically thinking about this particular negative event in our uh, worldwide um, to uh, internationally and um, to everywhere around the world but we took it we helped with bringing some positivity uh, some psychological conversations that was helpful to our listeners so and it was very helpful to ourselves because we had something to look forward we had something that we started as a new uh, opportunity for us to do a show yeah i'm just thinking the the timing of it in the way where it it, it added to some of the change that was already happening in my life in regards to you know my professional career, uh, gradually preparing to shift to work for myself and uh, being able to have these other things in my life that felt valuable and rewarding in that way. I think at that time, and I think COVID was a big part of that, brought to, to mind for me, you know, life is precious in that way. How do I want to spend my time and, and what do I want to do? And, and I think... 
that parallel being involved with Tavana at that point too, thinking, how can I give back to the community? How can I get more involved? I always say part of the reason why I moved back to California was to be able to get connected uh, to the community that I grew up in, uh, be able to be close to family. And so as I started to be able to work for myself, had more of a free schedule, um, this fit perfectly. We, we made it fit, I think, perfectly in that way. And it allowed us to, yeah, maybe like you were saying, Saide, kind of help us through the process of adapting to this new COVID world in that way. So, uh, yeah, give us a, a platform to, I don't think even talk to listeners, no offense listeners, uh, in that way of like, hey, this is what's going mm-hmm. on. I think it allowed us to be able to talk with each other about mm-hmm. it. And hopefully being able to, you know, connect to to the listeners. And and going back to that idea, we didn't know who was listening. So a lot of times it was like us talking to each other in that way. And so uh, I think that's been something that's been helpful. And it's great that, you know, that's resonated with people as well. Like you said, even, you know, people downloading it and listening to it. I know for myself. I've shared it with family. I got to give a shout out to my mom. I think we should give shout outs. We've talked about the idea. Shout outs. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to my mom, Yvonne Talley. Uh, she's been listening to the show. And so it's been she, great. She to, has to listen to this one specifically. She, and she loves your voice too. I think I told that too. Yeah. She loves your voice too. And so, yeah, she loves that. And uh, a friend of mine, Nicole, she uh, listens as well. And uh, yeah, I've had uh, a good friend of mine, Joel, uh, on one of the radio uh, shows. Me and him did a show together. Um, that's something too we can hopefully continue to do, have like guest appearance and things mm-hmm. like that. Again, Dr. Amir Ramazani, and put him on the spot to have him do a guest appearance at one point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great to be able to grow and expand in that way. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I think this has definitely been something that's helped me through this process, through this time. That's great to hear that. Um, so um, besides that, I was just going to say um, we need to talk about our experiences with the COVID after a year. And that would be nice to share maybe just a snapshot of personal experience during this year, because COVID was the biggest event during this last year. Yeah, I'll jump in. I guess it's in, it's been a whirlwind in that way. I, I know when this all Started, I was uh, on the verge of uh, flying out of town and to kind of suddenly have to cancel my trip and then to make sense of, you know, the possible threat of, uh, you know, what this was on the world. I know I was very, my, my probably one of my main concerns was my parents making sure that that wasn't something that they got. I remember going and visiting and standing on the other side of the their gate and, you know, never realized how... <clears throat> how much that meant to be able to to give them a hug and a kiss and when I greet them like I normally do um you know to see my niece and not to be able to give her a hug in that way it was it was really challenging in that way I feel fortunate in the sense that I was still uh, unlike a lot of people able to go into work go into the office still be able to see patients in person um, but yeah it, it felt I remember that first couple of weeks it felt really scary because the world was shifting and changing and I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like uh, but then it just the days and the weeks kept going by. I mean, we would hear things that were going on in the world. And yeah, it, it was I really felt like it was literally just putting one foot in front of the other and just kind of trying to maintain and manage. And I think that's that's I, something I've taken away from that. It's like that's all we can do in life is mm-hmm. try to put one foot in front of the other and again, try to make the most of it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people have had losses and people have been yeah. sick, um, you know, in those opportunities, as we were talking a minute ago. And those opportunities that we have that have come out of it, it doesn't mean that there isn't hurt or loss or sadness. Um, There's a path that we've all 
never got to explore because COVID has changed the entire world in that way. And so now we're all on this other path and we can choose to say how we want to be on that path and what we want our life to be. And I think sometimes we just think we're, we're going through life and we're trying to figure out and, and we have a, an idea in our mind what our life is going to be or supposed to be. And, you know, COVID, you know, it really put a wrench in that for so many people, for everybody in that way. But, and, and so the opportunity can be, at least the way that I see it is like, well, how do I want it to be now? What do I want to make it in that way? And so now, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm vaccinated and I'll put that out there. It's something I do let patients know, potential new patients know. Um, it's, I know there's controversy about that. I have friends who, you know, don't believe in that, family members who, who have different views. Um, that's maybe a whole nother topic. But uh, again, this is, this is what the world is now. We, we have people who are, you know, against that. We have people who, uh, I, I went to a Giants game uh, yesterday, Giants versus Cubs, and uh, you had to show your vaccination card. And it's one of those things oh, wow. yeah, you had oh, to have I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, you had to have oh. it with you. But interestingly, one of the things I did see, I seen some um, uh, some people attending <laughs> try to do the old like switch where oh, well, it's yeah. like, oh, say this is your vaccine card and see if you can get in. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's the new like fake ID kind of thing mm. that maybe people did back in the day. So. Again, this is something new in the world that we're we're figuring it out. So, well, uh, could they? Um, could you have a picture of it on your phone, or did you have to have the actual card right there? I know they're talking about doing that. I haven't uh, uh, seen much else about that lately, but uh, yeah, I have the actual card in that way. And so, uh, yeah, the, the and it's funny. Even people ask you, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson. You know, which which yeah. team are you on? You know, and right. So, and what you know. side effects did you have? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. it's one of those things. It's uh, I think we've talked about the idea too. Those light bulb, uh, those light bulb memories, and that's something that I think everybody will have. Or people have taken the vaccine. You know, what's your memory of the side effects? You know, you can tell your story in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, again, this is how the world is different in that. Plus, way. people sent photos of their uh, vaccinate first vaccination. Uh, yeah, part I remember when people, the, were, people doing were doing that. that. Yeah. Like, I think it was just that's a really a reflection of how much pressure mm-hmm. people felt because I remember going waiting in line for the that first mm-hmm. vaccine and yeah. just there was yeah. a lot of yeah. apprehension or something mm-hmm. in there. I and wasn't seeing all these people the yeah waiting for you to see how you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was even really yeah, yeah, it was amplified. Just like, Am yeah. I supposed to have something that these people are all waiting yeah. for? Or what oh, if yeah. what if something bad starts yeah. to happen here? What if I start yeah. freaking out? Or yeah, something? that question. Well, like, what's, what's memory? Yeah, yeah. So that they have to have people around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we got to another break, and we come back to continue our conversation with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrade in our um, next last part of the show. Thank you, Dr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I even forgot to speak Farsi. I think... 
just being together and also the change we made today. I forgot to even speak one word in Farsi. <laughs> Come on. We can't forget Daniel, that. Okay, do, do, yeah. do you want to start? Because I you always say that. I've got about it. as much as I can do. Shervandegan Aziz Radio Bamdad, Man Saide Malik Afsali Asta, Baham Koredut, Bot, Dutanas Hamkoranam, Dr. Daniel Rockers, Dr. Alexandrodi. در خدمتون هستیم و برنامه روانشناسی رو به زبان انگلیسی روزهای شنبه و شنبه از ساعت دوازه و نیم تا یکونیم بعد از ظهر اجرا میکنیم و معمولا صحبت هامون در زمینه های مختلف روانشناسی و خیلی خودمونی هستش و اون چیز که در مسائل روز اتفاق میفته بیشتر صحبت میکنیم اگه تازه رادیوتون رو باز کردین و کسانی هستن که فکر میکنین از این برنامه استفاده کنن خواستم ازتون خواهش کنم که ازشون دعوت کنین روزای شنبه و شنبه به برنامه روانشناسی ما گوش بدن برمیگردیم و با یک بریک کوتاه دوباره صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexander Roddy and we continue our conversation. We are celebrating the annual work with the Radio Bamdad and also celebrating the third year of establishment of Tavano organization with three of us, uh, the board members. So um, I actually talked about the um, COVID-19 this year And I ask uh, or my colleagues how they feel about this year because it was really a very important event in our history, personally and um, professionally and also worldwide. So we know that each of us started the telehealth, which was all sort of communication with our patients from phone conversation to uh, video conferencing um, and also Um, sometimes maybe face to face, but with distance. So Dr. Alexandrade shared um, his part that um, how was for him. And for me was also very different because I'm a very social person. I have many social events and groups. And it was pretty much uh, the end of all those socialization, which affected me because As a social person, you always want to go out to dinner, go out to lunch with your friends and meet people or with my patients. I always wanted to see them and see the emotions face to face. But it worked out because we are very adaptable human, uh, I mean, creature uh, as a human being. So we worked through with all the nervousness, with all the um negativity that we heard from the news with everything that was happening at the same time with political issues 
we have gone through so much and I think the celebration actually is the celebration uh, that is pretty much after COVID for United States. I think this is also a big celebration. Yeah, along those lines, I remember we kind of even uh, incrementally kind of sharing our socializing experiences a little bit. I remember along those lines, I remember when you were sharing, you know, getting uh, together with family and even kind of the struggle, some family, you know, not being, you know, comfortable or some friends not being comfortable. Um, I think that's something that's still kind of happening right now. People have different levels of uh, comfort. I have to say along those lines, too, not to put you either of you on the spot. I, I'm a part of it as well. Even when we seen each other this morning, like we didn't greet maybe in the way that we would say we would greet. And so because you know, I'm a hugger, you know, and so, oh, yeah, okay. we, we didn't shake the hands, uh, you know, we didn't hug in that way. And so not touch. We did not touch. Yeah. And so and, and I don't think we thought about it at the time. Like, I'm not going to touch. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, do that. I didn't. Didn't register yeah. till you said it. Yeah. Right but but yeah. I feel like that's what's happened. It's it's become a little more normal not to do those things. Well, and so, interesting observation, Alex. Yeah. I truly didn't even recognize what we did. But yeah. now that you said, mm-hmm. I'm a big hugger. And we, yeah. uh, we always hug. Yes, yes. But today we just said hello without Alex, even noticing. Are, are you a psychologist or something? It's weird, huh? Like sometimes, <laughs> you know, people pay How me could to you hug people listen? if yeah. you're a psychologist? <laughs> 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 All right. No, but I noticed because it's it, it's for me, like you said, being social. It's that that's always been a part of being social in my culture, especially too. It's like you know, you give, like I said earlier, I give my mom and, and my dad a hug and a kiss, and it's yeah. just very normal in that way. And you know, I know that would you know before I remember you know shaking your hand, Daniel, and being like you know even doing the half hug kind of thing, yeah. and then what's I day always giving you a hug and greeting yeah. and saying hi in that way, and so. Again, I think this is something where, as we're socializing in the world, people are, you know, doing, you know, a little more or not yeah. doing now. So, well, know. in our culture, so we are a big huggers, mm-hmm. and then not only one way but two sides. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. one way you hug this way, the other hug this way, and mm-hmm. we kiss each other on cheeks. Mm-hmm. Men usually don't kiss each other, but they just hug two yeah. sides, yeah. and it is so interesting because many of my American friends usually they hug and then I go this way they go oh you do it this way too <laughs> so they learn that it's one side is not enough we do yeah. two sides yeah yeah do you feel like along those lines of going back to what you're saying about socializing do you feel like even like the hugs have started to come back like with family you or know, with friends or is it still kind of no actually you know we started our socializing um, gradually mm-hmm. And even this Friday night, I was at a friend's house, and there were about 14, 15 people. No, I counted. There were 16. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you count? I'm yeah. curious. Were well, you like, how I many people know. can we get to? No, I'm just so wondering how big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stinging a little oh, from this meticulous comment earlier. <laughs> I just wanted specifically to know how big the gathering yeah, is. Yeah. So I counted. <laughs> we were 16 with the host and hostess. But the interesting part was, seriously, that was a good point, Alex. Now I'm going back. Mm. Pretty much either we didn't hug or we only hugged one way. Mm. And we kept our heads, you know, far from each other. That was very interesting. So no kisses on the cheeks? No kisses on the cheeks. No two-side hugs. Very interesting. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Dan, have you noticed in any difference in your social kind of interactions? Uh, For me, it's coming back gradually. Okay. It's a gradual return. Like with uh, Jan's family, I'll notice as mm-hmm. we're getting together, 
It's a gradual thing. Are there handshakes or is that still kind of... There's hugs. Hugs, handshakes. There's handshakes, hugs. I think it's mostly the hugs. Yeah. One thing that I'm not used to is wearing masks. Because during the COVID, most of the time I was at home and I did all my shopping um, online and barely I went out. And even I, if I did, I was driving somewhere, not even getting out of the car mm-hmm. or dropping the mail or something. But um, I didn't get used to wearing masks. And now sometimes I walk in the store without a mask oh, yeah. and I go, oh, oh, sorry, I have to go back to my car, get the mask mm-hmm. and come back. That's interesting. I never got used to the mask. Not during COVID, not now. Yeah, yeah. Are you like quite proud of that or you don't <laughs> like it or what? I'm I, trying to understand the valence reason, on this I one. I really didn't like Because first of all, I have always sinuses problem. This even adds to it, you know. It's just like make me feel like I can breathe well or I don't like the smell of the mask. So... Yeah, I mean, for some reason, I just don't like the masks. The sm- the, so the smell of the mask, you mean like the smell of your breath in your mask or the smell of the mask? <laughs> they do and I don't a, mean that in a bad way. You no, are no, stinging probably. from that comment earlier still. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was actually unconscious. Yeah. No, I was just getting back at her. Yeah. Unconscious. They, they smell like chemical. Yeah, they it smells smell like chemical. chemical. And then also, I have a very sensitive sense of a smell, mm. so I can smell everything. Um, with my sinuses problem, still mm-hmm. I do. And then the smell of the chemical, as you said, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel right. Even oh. when I um, wash my hand with all these chemicals that mm-hmm. we had all this year, yeah. I didn't like it. And I, I tried to uh, wash it with soap mm-hmm. rather than all these other chemicals. Some of those hand sanitizers have like a really strong scent. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. not so good. Yeah, I have a big bottle of them in the car. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be very sanitized and, and make everything clean. Even in my car when I was driving, make sure Meticulous. the wheel. <laughs> it's uh, the second time you got to me. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, but the smell, yeah. the smell, I don't like the smell. Yeah. I remember along those lines too, I remember feeling anxious when I got back into the car, like I needed to hurry up and sanitize my hands. Because yes. mm. yes. I've always had hand sanitizer yeah. in my car, but I, it, you know, it was like if my hands got sticky for whatever random reason. But to, you know, it got to a point where as soon as I got in the car, mm-hmm. that was the first thing right, that I was right. doing. Yeah, and it's so strange. Now, now it's like... 60, 70% of the time, but before I would be like, I need, before I even put my seatbelt on, before I started the car, get the sanitizer out, sanitize yeah. my hands. One so, of the yeah. things that happened to me, I always used to take my purse everywhere. Mm. Then the COVID caused me to get a new cover for my phone. Mm. So I have all my credit cards and my cash money here. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to take any extra stuff with me. Mm-hmm. And then I put my keys in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I wore something that has pocket and put this in my pocket so I'm not touching more than what I need to. I mean, you get to a point that not meticulous. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. She was prepared for that. I did did not say anything. And I knew he was going to say that. Ready. I'm I'm on this side of the table with Side A this time. So, you know. Not as uh, clean as Dan, but I tried my best. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I want my studio clean. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know that. That's awful. We're going to clean afterwards, don't worry. Yeah. All right. One, one of the things I was thinking about, too, in, in regards to Tamina on this time, and maybe we can touch on this, too, the idea of in reflection of you know where we've come also the you know how far we've come also the idea of like where we're going to go mm. um, and definitely would love to hear you guys's view on that as far as like for the radio show maybe starting on that one of the things going back to that idea too of you know bringing ourselves to this bringing finding our voice in that way one of the things that uh, uh, I've been wanting to do is kind of refine my uh, I don't know my my niche or you know kind of how my how I'm presented uh, in regards to uh, like vo- literally vocally on the show, uh, I think one of the things I need to do is kind of slow down. I've been told that uh, I remember side day one of the first times we recorded, you gave me that feedback like you need to slow down, you need to pace yourself. I think I talk especially when I'm nervous. I talk very quickly, uh, <laughs> and it's something I, I know I want to work on uh, in mm-hmm. regards to the show. Um, it'd be great if we had like a laugh track or something like that too on on the show. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Look. <laughs> So that way, when my my cheesy jokes don't land, you know we can we can throw that. So that would be awesome too. So that way, your jokes always do land. Exactly. Yeah. So I think those are. The- I laugh easily, so you don't need even those. <laughs> well, here's what, what we could do: is record Saturday's laugh and then make it one of the buttons to that, push. How okay. Do, how do we I can do that. that. A Saturday yeah. laugh track. That would be. It's how- something that it's easy for me. We need to do it. We need to do it. So yeah, no, but uh, yeah. As far as even with Savannah and where we can go, I mean, I'm I'm excited about the future. And yeah, even as the world is opening up and thinking how we can you know continue to connect. To, you to know, the community. our whole idea basically is giving to the community, and that's yeah. how we started. And yeah. uh, be, I think we all are um, equally interested in that, and yeah. that's something that brought us together. Mm-hmm. So we feel like. We have received so much from the world and from the community. Now it's time to give. And the reason we wanted to do that, we started thinking, how can we give? What is it in our hand that is easiest to bring? And that was our profession. So we thought about that. And then when Dan and I got together, we thought about not only we can actually support individuals and groups but also we can help the newly arrived to our profession especially the interns so we can bring the interns to our world as well and also maybe in the districts with the schools with kids that need uh, help in regards to different psychological issues but also nowadays, as we know, the issues with psychology or psychological issues happen earlier in life. And we know that in many of the um, diagnoses, that starts from earlier ages, like six years old or nine years old. And um, we are trying maybe to reach out to many of those individuals so that we can help them and prevent, um, like, the primary, secondary, tertiary issues with uh, individuals, prevention, so many things we can do. There's so much in our um, bucket that we are always talking about that, and we like to reach out and get to those one by one. I wonder if this program somehow could be tailored in some way to address some of that, if there's mm-hmm. some some possibility that we could do. I don't know what that would be, but... Yeah. This is a thing that's going on, so why not see if we could use that? 
Absolutely. And I think along those lines, too, wanted to mention the website, too, www.thetavana.com. See, there I go again, talking fast. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> www.thetavana.com. And one of the things with the website, you know, you can, you can contact us. You can reach out to us. And so maybe we don't have to think of these ideas all by ourselves. If listeners have maybe some recommendations or ideas about how we can maybe use this show or maybe, you know, ideas about, you know, topics we've covered and how that can be of use to, to them or their organization, uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. So definitely check out the website uh, so that way we can, you know, maybe provide that, that you know, th- I think it's always one of those things, you know, if there's a need, let those in need say what they need. So, you know, reach out if, you, if you're in need. You know, as you were talking, I was just thinking, Look at us, um, you know, usually psychology is more on the creative side of the brain, but uh, Dan has a technology background, uh, engineering in technology. Alex is actually our tech person. I was teaching math when I was in high school. My undergrad is business. We all come from different backgrounds and coming to this profession, which makes it even more special because uh, we have tried different things and our foundation has been different. But now that you were talking about uh, the Tavana, I have to mention that our website is made by Dr. Andrade and um, he continues to help us with technology. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you. I'll take a bow. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. It's all for you. Alex. Okay. Well, my laughter was enough, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to diminish we, that. We do, we do <laughs> got to record that so yeah. that way we can yeah. use it on command. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Sure. Okay. So uh, we are almost getting to the end of our program. Do you guys want to wrap up? Is that an invitation, like, we're to say that thing at the end? Sure. Is that what you're doing? That was a little abrupt. Statement, I, yeah. I wasn't sure how to, <laughs> yeah, how to handle that. Of course. Maybe even that, maybe even stating that in the format of our show. Uh, I don't think we touched on that. Uh, we didn't, maybe briefly, we didn't do, we don't typically do a lot of preparation. Yeah, usually, yeah. Yeah, we That's usually, a good point, usually yeah. moment, uh, maybe a few minutes before. I think today is probably the most preparation we did. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll do three segments, and then towards the end, where we're at, now we'll we'll try to what we try to do is have a, a message for the listeners something to uh, take yeah absolutely with them. but uh, the, Alex you mentioned a very good point because one of the thing that was in my note that I mm. forgot to mention this is a celebration because three of us get together not knowing even what topic we want to talk and on the spot we figure out something that is current or something that is important in our community. Again, going back to what we believe in, we always look at what is current, what is that that and what is it that the listeners should benefit from? And then what is it that in a way we are involved so we can support each other and support our community. So this actually started with that and ninety two shows on the spot without even preparation. I think this is really a great celebration. It's quite remarkable. Yeah. So then with that, um, we each are going to say our statement, and we end our show for today. How about if I jump in right now? Sure. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> if you don't ask questions. Where's the applause button? You know, let's <laughs> yeah. press that. Our listeners are so going to get tired of me wanting that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm probably tired out. I never knew psychology and that 
laughter. What is it to do with that? Maybe we are going to bring happiness to our Maybe, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Could be the opener track. All right. So for me, it is, we talked a little bit about finding our voice in the new situation. And that's both literal in terms of us finding our literal voice here and recording, but also finding one's way in the new situation. I think the key for me is stay open to the opportunities. Stay open so that you can see the opportunities. Because a lot, if we don't stay open, we will miss those opportunities. And they are always there. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Beautiful. Right. Yes. Wonderful. And actually, you stole mine because that was something that I that's wanted why, to that's say. That's why I wanted Side A to go next. Because, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you encompassed it. But very well. now that you said that, I want to say something else. Uh, because this happens to me myself and I experience that I want our listeners to listen to that and that is sometimes I feel like I'm busy I can't do that I'm busy I can't go there but when you take time to do something that is taking you off from that busyness it helps you to get back to what you need to do in a more focus as an example you know our life is very busy and um this show has been added to and I have another show with Radio Bombdad and all the things that is going on in each of our lives and professional life but um, for example yesterday I was sharing with Alex uh, when we were um, going to get something for this um, connection Um, yesterday um, I was just thinking I have so much in my hand that I can't go get together with the family that they were meeting in Lake Tahoe But when I did, I enjoyed it so much that when I came back, I felt I'm so much more ready for that busyness of the week to come. So I really want to say taking time to take care of yourself, because a lot of times in our head, we think we are so busy. No, 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 I don't have time to even go two hours, sit, you know, um, watch something that I like. Or no, I'm so busy, I can't take time off of my busiest schedule to do something else that is just for me and for my calmness, for my, uh, you know, just my, for myself. But when you do that, you get so much more energy that you come back with more time to do your, your things. So I just wanted to share that as my experience. Yeah, and I would say along the same lines, I mean, being able to kind of, you know, be present with where you are, being present with who you are even. I think, as I mentioned earlier, you know, COVID has thrown us all on a different path. And and in that, as you were mentioning earlier, Daniel, we can see this as an opportunity, that we can make this path what we want it to be. And I always encourage for every individual to try to find their way, find where they are at uh, with themselves. I think, you know, uh, personal growth, personal advancement, it's always going to be there. We should be striving for that more. But I think we also need to recognize where we're at, what we have, um, just being grateful. Try to be in the moment as best you can. Even right now, as you're listening to this, you know, be in the moment, be with yourself. I think that's one of the things that we can kind of add to that really adds to our life. And so, um, you know, I, I thank you guys for, for this opportunity and for this moment, too, in that way. And I'm glad we're, we're doing this. And I'd encourage our listeners, you know, take take everything that we've been saying today and talking about and reflecting on, as well as the previous 91 shows, uh, which you can listen to. 92, Alex. Yes, yes, 92. You can listen to old shows. Uh, I'm not on the <laughs> Exactly. Got it. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah, you can listen to our previous recording 
recorded shows on on, on our website, uh, as well as uh, through Bamda Radio. And so, yeah, we're we're there, and hopefully, what ninety two more, ninety two more. Uh, Why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, before we know it, we are going to celebrate our second annual <laughs> show. So, with that, uh, I want to say thank you to my colleagues, Dr. Alexandrati and Dr. Daniel Rockers, and also just a few words in Farsi. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد ما به پایان برنامه رسیدیم روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه صدای ما رو به زبان انگلیسی از رادیو بامداد میشنوین و خواهش میکنم از کسانی که میتونن به زبان انگلیسی صحبت کنن یا ترجیح میدن بشنون دعوتشون کنیم به برنامه های ما روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازانیم تا یک و نیم بعد از ظهر توجه داشته باشن با این صحبت برنامه رو خاتمه میدیم next week on Saturday. Thank you for listening to us.
نگردد رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا